Welcome to Rooster Radio, a broadcast dedicated to supporting and promoting local artists in the Gaston County and surrounding areas. But no, what I was what I was saying earlier is like, you know, you guys are beloved. Like I don't know if you know it or not, but you you're beloved in this in this community. Like people use you as a barometer, like to compare. Because you're, I mean, I'll be honest. When I when you guys first reached News out to us, thank you. <laughs> well, when I yeah. when I when you guys first reached out to me, um, I listened to some of your recorded stuff, and I was like, wow, this is really interesting. I didn't know at the time that you were a two piece. Like you didn't, you know, like I say, which rightfully so, like you didn't like yeah. say, hey, we're a two-piece. Like, hey, we'll play. so when I heard you guys the first time, I was like, this is interesting. I haven't heard anything because you've got a, it's almost like you got like a baritone under, like. I know, like, it's like, bizarre. Like, I, don't I don't know how to describe your sound. I don't know man. how you all I really do it. don't. Um, but it's, it, it was just interesting. And then you, the first time you played here and I saw you live, is like, oh, you're one of those bands that you got to see live. Mm-hmm. You know what, what I mean? saying? Like, yeah. Literally, we're the type of band that sells music live. We sell yeah. shirts live. We sell everything live online. Mm-hmm. Crickets. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's because when you see it live, there's like a whole other dimension to your music that you don't that doesn't that you don't like. It doesn't come through when you're listening to it recorded, and and you're one of the best live bands that we've ever had on our stage. Like I mm-hmm. I, I love Thank having you, you guys play here. Yes, I do too. Yeah, it's it's like so much sounds coming from two people. It's incredible. And it's not favoritism from me because they were they were one of the first bands the first night I worked the green room and did MC. Oh, yeah. It was they were first so night, sweet. Yes, it, it was, was the first, first night. night. They were the sweetest. They're very patient and they were like, No, this is how fast these bands should get off stage. And they were like, yeah. This is how we do it. And it was fantastic. Like five minutes. Yes. We uh, we're from that era though, you know, like twenty years ago where we play in a club in Atlanta and the guy would walk on stage and go, If you're not off stage in three minutes, you don't get paid, you're never coming back. And you're like, what is that about? What? Well, I hear shit cities, like this all the time. In those cities, oh, yeah. they're booked seven nights a week. They got four bands a night. They 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 don't want to lose anybody in between to go walk to the bar across the street. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it. If you if there's too much downtime between bands, people get restless or on their well now they're on their phones. But they would just walk. It was in a little five points area back in mm-hmm. Atlanta. So there were bars everywhere. So they're like, if you take too long to get off the stage, we lose people. People walk out. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I can. Uh, yeah, explaining it that way, I just you know, Gastonia's. No, it's <laughs> just not happening here. No, we're not big. But you're city. so conditioned to that. It's just like you. Should, the other night we got off stage. And what did the sound man say? He goes, you guys, what did he say? Well, they, everyone always says it. They're, They're like, like oh, we're literally off in three like minutes. Eight minutes. And the drummer's still tightening the cymbals and <laughs> looking at things, shaking his friend's hand, doing little selfies. I'm like, you know, people are waiting, you know, and that's the only problem in this where we're at now. People's attention spans are like this. Yes. So it, if it you, is. Too yeah. much downtime, they don't like it. I mean, I, I know I do. Get, yeah. I will get annoyed if it's taking too long yeah. for a band to get set up. You know, there's, there's a, you know, I, I feel like any more than 
15 to 20 minutes, you, you start pushing 20, that I'm, I'm like, what's going on? I always go to the sale guy, whoever it is at night, and be like, what's, what's going on here? I try to hold them to their yeah. standard now. I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm yeah. serious. I'm like, no, y'all can get off faster than I mean, that. And like, a lot of people get on stage, and they talk, and they're showing people their gear and stuff. Man, just do all that after. Just take your stuff off. Let the other guys. <laughs> you have it laid out right, though. This is how all the pro clubs do it, though. It's like you have a, a ramp that comes on and off. This makes this speeds everything up ten times. Yeah, it just does. You're well, not lifting things intention. off the edge yeah. of the stage and going out the front door and stuff. I mean, I said that the first time I walked in here. I was like, you. I, I was like, either he's a musician or he has a lot of friends who are musicians because he thought this thing out so well. <laughs> everything was is just right. Yeah. The sight lines right. The height of the stage. Stage, the depth of the stage, where it doesn't eat up all the low end. I mean, I hear all the. I mean, it's, thank you, have, you for you have noticing. Great room. Thank you. I had a lot of time to think about it. Like it but took you me. You did four, it right. You did. It took it. me four years to get open. I had a lot of time to think about. It. Let's uh, let me introduce you guys. Sure. Do you prefer Jared or Von Berry? Uh, for this Von Berry. All right. Absolutely. We're talking to Mike and Von Berry of Hellfire seventy six. Um, the award winning Queen City Nerves award winning. Uh, rock and roll duo, you guys are fantastic. Um, Hellfire seventy six. What's that about? Is that a reference to something? I... Not really. <laughs> Honestly, I would love to say it had this great. I think neither was... one of us. <laughs> neither one of us. Yeah, and that was just like, I, and I always tell people like, I always use seventy six in like, um, you know, like an email or something like that because I always had this thing as a kid. I always wanted the bicentennial Gibson Firebird, Gibson Thunderbird. Bass and guitar. I loved it. It was the 76 model where the little bird was red, white, and blue. It's the only time they ever did it. Okay. And I don't know. It just stuck with me. You know, Paul Stanley had one. I was like, all right, those are kind of cool, you know, and it just stuck with me. It was so just kind of like easy... your favorite number almost? Yeah, yeah. it was. You know, and, and then you had the, in, you know, when you were, I was a little kid, this Philadelphia 76 yeah. had the little thing, Dr. J. It was just a, a number... Uh, Philip young 76 enough? was a gas station for a yeah. long time. It's just an easy, it You're rolls right. off your 76 tongue. 76 is a common number. It, it just is. rolls off your tongue. Yeah. And I remember where Hellfire came from. I'm trying to remember where. We had another name picked up. Yeah, we had a bunch a of them. There was a band in Mexico that had that yeah. name, and we just, we, we weren't. Well, what was that name? I don't remember. We had so many names. We had literally a lot of bad ones, too. A terrible one. And then just, I don't remember where Hellfire came from. I'm trying to even remember I was like, I remember I was like, Mike, I think I got something last night I was thinking about. And it just popped into my head. And this was a, two years before Stranger Things. So when Stranger Things happened, everybody, like, oh, you must have got from Stranger Things. I'm like, no, but we love the bump. I mean, it was great. We'll take it. Yeah. We missed out on the T-shirts. We did miss out on the T-shirts because we were going to make those instead of the Hellfire Club, do the 76 and shoot some out. But I was like, no, we missed that. We missed the window on that one. <laughs> but it's an easy we just want something easy that I don't have to repeat it though sometimes those names are, which, what was the name of your band again oh Unquenchable Thirst for Ignorance okay I got it no, no I don't I will forget <laughs> that name tomorrow Thirst for Ignorance yeah I'm like that's no I don't that, that's not a name that rolls off my tongue that just, yeah there was like a whole era of band names that were full sentences yeah I was like why a place to bury strangers I'm like Mm, okay. Yeah, good band, but that's not, doesn't scream something I want to, you know, it's like a, you got to take five minutes out of your life to say it. No. It's what? just simple. And same with the, the branding, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm just, a, when you see those, you ever see all those, uh, like so, uh, Sonic Temple and Louder, what are all those metal festivals? Mm -hmm. You see all the bands. When you see the Pantera logo, you know it. When you see the Slayer logo, you know it. Mm -hmm. I wanted something like that. That was like first and foremost because okay. my lawyer always used to say if you change your brand name, 
He goes, you just take money out of your pocket. Yep. He goes, keep one brand identity. That's it. And this is this is where this is where uh, our, our our paths cross on this conversation because I did the same thing with the rooster when I was trying to come up with a name for this place. It had to be something that was memorable, yep. and the logo had to be something that was so different that that you, you you're gonna you remember it. And I, I I did I had the same mentality when it came to naming this place. What I want to know is was the two piece a, a conscious like? Did you ever have a third member? Was it was yeah, okay? Yeah. yeah. Can we, you talk a little bit about how you became <coughs> two piece? We, we started as a two piece, and we wrote. Well, we've always written all the music, just two of us, but um, I wanted to see what it'd be like to have a bass player in there for the low end, and uh, I knew this one guy was a phenomenal bass player. Oh, he's good. And he came in and recorded the first EP we did, and uh, unfortunately, he got got real sick with COVID, and his head... So like far, lifelong damage. side of yeah. that. Oh, well. he, can't, he can't play anymore. Yeah, he can play, but he, he can play. But he sits he, like he, he sits on the edge of a chair or yeah, something. It's not fair. So. He was we a just good went dude. back to being a two piece. Yeah, you don't replace a good guy that did nothing wrong. You don't. No, that's just no. kind of like, no, we can just keep going like this, you know. It's and um, easier that way. Yeah, and I haven't I haven't talked to him in a hot minute, but Mike has. He's just kind of in that place, and it's a bunch of people. I have an old coworker of mine got the same exact problem after COVID. It's some weird side effect to it where it creates. What, how do you explain it? Like when your feet are frozen, and you know, and you're out in the cold, and your toes are getting numb. That's his whole body. Yeah, yeah it's like you're, he's just nerve wow. damage from. Was that and that was from the actual? It's like, it's uh, like a side virus effect of or the yes, vaccine. COVID. No, from the no, virus. from the virus. Yeah. He didn't get a vaccine. He didn't get a vaccine. Oh, unlucky, man. Jesus yeah, Christ. so it was like that's what we thought. Well, if we replace somebody, we thought about it literally for one day. I reached out to like five people, and they all hit us back. And they're like, "We're like, can Forget we sit in a van with that guy for like four hours?" Nah, I don't think so. We'll just the, go ahead. The only just... reason we even <laughs> brought in a bass player is because he was such a good bass player. Yeah, and a good okay. guy. I, I had been in previous bands with him, and he's yeah, Tori. He's a good guy. Really, nobody better. Oh, he's solid. And he's if we weren't going to have him, we just weren't going to have anybody. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> the, you make the two-piece work. And here lately, I've actually had uh, communication with several different two-pieces. Like, there, there are some other great two-pieces. Flame Tides? Flame Maybe Tides. They're good. Systematic uh, Devastation out of Greenville. Great two-piece oh, band. Really? Uh, uh, Fear Until Fury, or is it? I think it's Fear Until Fury or one, something like that. <laughs> Damn it. They're going to be so <laughs> mad at me. Uh, out of Georgia, they they sent us um, oh. they sent us uh, some a, a couple links, and I went and they did a they did like an hour long or a forty five minute long video for Billabong, oh, and, wow. and they they reminded me of you. They they were uh, they had a very full sound with just two guys, you know, with the guitar player and drummer, and like it's it's kind of a thing, you know, it's kind of a thing now with the two piece. We've band. crossed paths with a lot. We of have. Acid Hawk out of Charleston is. A really good band. They're really. You need to get them in. Um, Dead Vibe really Ensemble good. out of Athens is a is a great band too. Yeah, both brutal. two pieces. And then really uh, what's the name? Tomb, Twenty Watt Tombstone. Twenty Watt Tombstone. That'd be another good one to get in here. They're from Minute. They come around about three times a year, and they'll they're playing a couple of weeks from now. I guess where is that snug? 
or somewhere. Well, I had I the thought. Remember. I had the thought. I was thinking about this a couple of weeks ago. I was like, I would kind of, I kind of want to put together like an all two piece show. Yeah, we've, so, we've tried cool. to do that. So a few at, times. maybe it's after cool. this podcast, we can talk about that. Absolutely, I think that'd be fun. It'll be the most efficient show we ever. Run. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, you could do four bands in the time it would do two. Yeah. <laughs> Easy sound check. Yeah, you get that. Acid Hawk. We could get um, the band from Athens. That's yeah. one of those that you could. And stack maybe with Flame like Tides. Bands. Maybe. Big Flame Tides. Yeah, they could do it. Let's fucking do it. Easy. Flame Tides was here a few weeks ago. They. They uh they had a cool vibe, man. They they had they're a cool really cool people vibe. Too. Yeah. They're they're the nicest people they're on earth. Yeah. People. Yeah. So um, you guys, I mean, you guys make rock music, hard mm-hmm. rock music. Yeah. Um, talk a little bit about there's maybe I'm I could be misinterpreting, but there seems to be kind of a theme to to the songs you guys play, at least the ones you play live. Do you have? Are you putting out a, a message, an intentional message? Uh, no, attentional questioning, yes. Okay. I always say it's like, uh, it's everything is about questioning everything. And that was our, that's our whole <coughs> We don't play favorites. Don't pick a team. We'll that don't, don't, don't play favorites, team. not at all. But we like what I call, is this word double entendre right? Where it could mean one thing and it could also mean another. Or things that just make your head scratch a little bit. I like to question things. I like to poke, I like to poke the lion. Yeah, You know, it's like I went to a religious uh, Lutheran high school when I was younger. And I remember we had the Good News Bible. And you're reading it. And it has got all the pictures in there and stuff. Have you ever seen one of those? And they're cool. And then you're in Genesis 22. And there's this image of this guy holding his baby with a knife like this. And I asked the teacher, I was like, that doesn't look right. Because, well, you know, it's like what it was part of God's wishes. You know, he wanted Abraham to sacrifice his child. Mm-hmm. And at the last minute, he goes, no, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. And I said, I don't think that's, it didn't make sense to me. And I got kind of like, I got kind of uh, confronted or what's the word I'm looking for? Reprimanded for questioning the word. I was like, but it doesn't make sense. I go, because if he did that today, that wouldn't be, well, no, no, that wouldn't happen today. This was just back then. Oh, okay. So we base everything in society on something that happened 2,000 years ago that's been rewritten a thousand times. Okay, I'm good. (laughs) <laughs> but I like the whole, it makes you think about things for a second. You're like, no, that doesn't sound logical, you know? Yeah. If somebody said that now, you'd be like, uh, social services come in, take your kid. <laughs> They'd be hauling you away. Well, guys in the white coats are coming, you yeah. know, because, oh, well, God told me to do this. But that's the thing. It's like, the it, it shouldn't be, come on. Um, you shouldn't, it shouldn't be okay here, but then not really okay. It shouldn't be, well, that's not real. You'll see a lot of like the pastors and preachers and stuff and they're like, well, what God is trying to say. I'm like, no, it's either he's saying it or it's not. He's not trying to say anything, either it's saying it or it's not. But the minute we start interpreting, it's, it's, you know, that's when I said, so that's when all hell breaks loose. It's all been over-interpreted and. You know, it's, it, it, well, man, <clears throat> so I'll, I'll, all right, I'll, I'll step in here. Sure. Uh, man, so I believe there is a higher power. Sure. I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll start there. Absolutely. Yes, there's a higher power. What that higher, higher power is, none of us have the ability to even begin to comprehend what it is. Mm-mm. So, man, and, and I'll say this about the Bible. You know what's the uh, the the the, the it's a uh, the basic instruction before leaving Earth, right? It's a great guide. I think people take the stories a little too literally. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, you know, it's the same as you know, like, like, you know, 
old Greek fables. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a collection of stories that you should learn something from. That's how I feel about it. If you don't feel that way, that's fine too. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I, I try really hard not to, yeah. you know, not, not, you know, I don't feel strongly enough about any of that to Me make either. it the hill I'm going to die on. No. <laughs> right? But because, some people do. Well, think there's wars right now. That people are fighting over Holy Land <laughs> over stuff that they can't see. Well, you know? well, where I was going to go next yeah. was just so you were raised in a Lutheran school. Mm-hmm. I was not raised in a religious school, but I was raised in a Pentecostal church. Oh boy, right, <laughs> <laughs> hardcore. It's no, it's, of course I'm a heavy metal fan. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Because sometimes yeah, you're crammed down your throat so much, you almost want to revert. You almost yeah. want to be like, get this away from yeah, me. Yeah, a little bit. yeah. There's, there's. It can. It, they look. Churches can learn a lot from like the art of you know, you know delicate oh, yeah. teaching. You know, have, having stuff like that crammed down your throat as a child. You know, and as a child, you're not thinking philosophically. You're not. No. You're not. You're not on that level. You don't have the tools in your toolbox to understand. Nope. Right. So all you're learning as a kid, at least from my experience, was I'm being frightened into this way of life. And that's just that's where you nail it. It's yeah. like, there, uh, we were talking about this one time. There was a movie that came out like 20 years ago called The Village. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shim- okay. Yeah. Did you check out the first five minutes of that? It's like this cool little happy civilization they create and stuff. And at, at the end of the night, they all go run inside, and that, that big goblin-y looking thing mm. comes out and walks. In order to create any sort of civilization, in order to control it, you have to have a base of fear. Mm-hmm. Because if I can't scare you, I can't tell you what to do. Can't control. Can't control. Can't control what you, control what yeah. you can't. So yeah. if and, you and have you know, fear, fear can fear harnesses everybody. And and I'll play devil's advocate with it right now. You know, there's good and bad to that, right? Absolutely. Like like some people are going to be way happier in that environment, in that structure, than they ever would. In a in a world that they have to think for themselves or think on their own, and I'm not throwing shade at anybody. No, that makes sense because people. There are people I call. There's people that that need structure. The people that need to work for people, and there's people that need to be on their own. You have both sides, and there's no right or wrong. I get that totally. and and that's and that's why I'm so generous. Absolutely, I guess is the best word. That's why I'm so generous when it comes to people's perspectives and belief systems. Like I don't want to. I don't want to piss on anybody's. Mm -mm. You know. Belief system. I, I'm not here to do that. It's not my place to judge. I just wish more people felt that way. Yeah. You know, the, the problem is with certain structures, certain societal structures, you know, it becomes a, I mean, you're seeing it play out in real time on social media right now with, you know, political ideology oh, yeah. and stuff like, like, it's almost like politics is a new religion. Yeah. You know, the way that people adhere so well strictly said. to and they, yeah. a lot of them use religion for. If whatever they know they can harness a certain group of people, yeah. be, they use it. And you know, it's it can be frustrating for people like us who understand manipulation. Like, like when you're able to like see right through, you know, manipulative practices, and you you know, for lack of a better term, mind control. You know, like you have this power over people. You you know, all you need is you know a charismatic personality and and a wealth of knowledge of something. David Koresh, and, it didn't work okay, out see, too well. Yeah, I, and and I'm kind of I, I'm not comparing religion to cults, but they are. You know, it's kind of what it yeah. is. You know, you have this. And some are great. And some yeah. are, are really kind of wacky. You know, you have yeah. it was that Westboro Baptist Church. 
There's like oh, nine of them, but they're nuts. They've made such a, a they've made such an imprint on people because they go out and say the craziest stuff. In the name of God. Well, I mean, if That's you're going to side, if you're you going know? to show up at a dead soldier's uh, funeral, exactly, and protest because they were gay, you're the asshole. Yeah, That's, like, that like is you are problems. the asshole in this situation. And 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 I don't want to turn this into a religious no, bashing thing, because again, some people need some sort of structure. You know, I talk addicts like like drug and alcohol addicts. You know. You know, AA has saved a lot of lives. It does. It's a very, it's a religious based organization, right? And there's people that would otherwise be dead or committing terrible felonies yeah. if they didn't have this thing to believe in. Saved so, a lot, of my friends. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm all for whatever gets you where you need to be to be a productive member of society. Just don't cram it down our throats. Exactly. That's yeah. It. yeah. It's the same thing with politics. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Just don't make me pay for it. Right. Exactly. Like don't, you know, don't make me the bad guy because I don't think the same way you do. In fact, I think we could all learn a lot more from each other with, you know, discussion and, and debate than we ever will shutting each other off or, you know, I, I can't speak to this person because they think this, no, you should learn from those people. You should learn from others because just like you said, you and I both grew up in a religious oh, yeah. environment and there's a lot of great people. You know, you, know, you got a belief system you, oh, yeah. and, and, and it's, just, it's strong. It's part of who you are. I don't want to take that away from mm -hmm. anybody. And I'm from New Orleans. That's where I grew up. And that is a Catholic Baptist city big time. I mean, it's, it's, it's so ingrained there. And as, man, as many great people that I know, I know there's a lot of twisted ones too, you know? It's like, that's the city of sin, but it's also such a religious city, you it's know? It's a spiritual you see, city. Oh, yeah, you see both sides of it all day and night, absolutely. And there's no right or wrong. I have friends on both sides of the fence. I mean, literally, it's, it's, um, it's, it's more about the person, you know? You can believe whatever you want to believe and be a crappy person. You can believe whatever you want to believe and be a great person. Just be a good person. It's so much easier. It's like the whole smiling and frowning. It takes... 16 muscles to smile and 32 to frown. Just be a good person. It doesn't take that much effort. Yeah, and that and that's the kind of that's the vibe. That's the the, the message we want to put out there is you know just just be fucking kind. Absolutely. Yeah, just be you know be generous. More with honey. Yeah, give people the benefit of the doubt. You know, you know, you never know how you're going to react to a situation until you're in it. You mm -hmm. never know what someone else is going through. You know, I I I, I used to wait tables. You know. For a living, and and you know, I bartended before I had this place. And one of the things that I tried my best to do was try to give people the benefit of the doubt, because you you know as well as I do, when people go out to eat, there's like there. I don't know if it has if there's if it's a psychological thing, but people can be real fucking pricks. Oh yeah, when they go out to eat, maybe it's because they're hangry or entitled. They feel like they're entitled. It's an entitled. Yeah, I think, I think it's more of an entitlement you. thing. Yeah. But I always tried to remember, like, I don't know what this person's day was like. Exactly. You, know, yeah. you might be catching the shit of everything they've been eating Everybody all day. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And, and you just happen to be the person that's, you know, that they, they've, you know, they've, that you, they, this is their breaking point or this is, they've had enough for the day. And I try to be generous and give people the benefit of the doubt when they're in, you know, when they you know, act like assholes. Yeah. Now, with that said, we we have had to remove people from here because they won't fucking chill. You yeah. know, I like you know, chill out. Like you're 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 killing our vibe, man. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. It's a pretty peaceful little place. Eh? Yeah. You know? yeah. And that's the thing with metal crowds, like you were saying about good people and stuff. I don't know any bad metalheads. 
No. I don't even mean ones. No. I don't even remember the last time I was at a metal show and there was a fight. It's one of the you most so loving much, crowds. It is. You're getting so much really aggression is. from the music and from the crowd that, you know, people are mosh, they pick each other up, you know? It's like, you don't, it's, it's more of a community than anything. It's one, like, people look at them and they're like, ooh, they've got to be the most worst people ever. And they're, like, some of like the most some of the kindest people. people. Yep. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid, you know, like, punk rock was, like, mohawks and, and jackets mm-hmm. and stuff, and... And like like all the movies and TV shows would portray the punk rocker as like this angry punk rock oh, kid. Yeah. And then as I started to develop my own taste and like get to know like punk and metal bands and, and, and fans and stuff, is that, that wasn't my experience at all. No, like, no, all. they were the ones who stood up for the little guy. They were Absolutely. the ones who stood up for like everybody's rights and everything. And that's why I love it so much. Well, yeah, that and the first time I ever saw bright blue mohawk and like uh, people. Not not People magazine, but like time, like a Time Life or a Reader's Digest, something my parents had. I was like, ooh. Well, you want to talk about courage, man? You know how much courage it took in the 1980s to walk out your house, you know, looking for you know if you if you're going by societal norms like a freak, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, at Absolutely. the time, that's that was the perception. Yeah. Your parents were mad at you. Your neighbors didn't like you. You you risked somebody throwing something at you from a car. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. I get it. Yeah. But at the same time, like us being younger, going, that's so awesome. That, I mean, that's, that was me, at least. We're trying to express ourselves. Oh, you yeah. gravitate towards it. Right. Absolutely. It's, I would say stay weird, do weird, be yeah, weird. Well, for me, as it, like, I kind of stumbled into being weird, being perfectly honest. Absolutely. I, I, I was always super curious. I, was, I have always had a very curious mind. I'm nosy as fuck. Like, I want to know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> you are very yeah, curious. Yeah, That's yeah, a nice I, way I'm, to a, I'm a super curious person, and, and and it's a thirst for knowledge that I have. Like yeah. I want to know. I want to yeah. know things. Yeah. And as a teenager, you know, I I started experimenting, you know, with drugs and stuff like that because I, I it was never peer pressure for me. Like mm-hmm. it was never like you should do this. It, everything I've done in my life was always on my own terms. And for me, the cure, my curiosity got the best of me. It's like I want to know what this is all about. Why are people, why do people love this thing so much? And that's, that's, I mean, I'm still like that at 44 years old. I still want to understand where people are coming from. Now I will say this, that will get you into some very uncomfortable situations and, and very, you know, you know, conversations you might not really want to be in. But at the end of the day, I try to learn something, you know, from whatever the experience was. And, um, you know, it all, it all, look, it all led me to, to where I'm exactly. at now. So I don't think I've done anything wrong mm-hmm. in terms of the choices I made, but I could have probably gotten further ahead by not being so curious. You know, and, and it goes back to the, like the religious and the, the structural mm-hmm. society, structure of society. You know, you can be this, you can go to school, go to college, go to church, get your degree, go be an accountant. You can go be a lawyer. You can go do this and you can reap the benefits of that. You can get your two to three weeks of paid vacation. Mm-hmm. You can get your Christmas bonus. You can get your two kids and two and a half kids in a white picket fence and live in a HOA. None of that ever appealed to me. Mm-mm. None of it. And it's not always all the poets wrote too. You know, now you're become like your neighbor. Everybody looks the same. Like my neighborhood, he's saying about everybody's got a doodle. Every wife looks the same. Every husband drives the same. They all have, like, once, there's, like, four houses in a row where they all have a white SUV and a gray sedan. I'm like, do you guys just all go car shopping together? There's that side of it, too, where it's like you got all the stuff, but now, 
Oh, he's got a BMW. Oh, honey, we got a good BMW. Oh, they got to do it. We're getting one, too. And I'm like, I noticed, like, everybody is, like, copying each other. There's that, there's that side, too. It's like, oh, well, she's doing it. It's probably okay. I'll, I'll and go. what's well, with I mean, the whole white well, and gray? I well, mean, imagine, imagine, if, imagine if your entire identity was tied to this shared, you know, system of, of belief and structure. You know, imagine being the odd one out, like, like. It, again, it goes back to courage. It takes courage to be different. It's almost like a hive mentality. It is. It is a hive mentality. It's, you know, I'm part, but again, again, I, I, it kind of sounds like I'm shitting on it. No, no not on at some all. level I am. No, but we but, celebrate individuality, so. Yeah, it, uh, well, but but some people thrive in that environment. They do. Like, they like do. I have, I have, there's a group of friends that are in my life that I won't really talk to that much anymore since I've opened this place. Opening this place almost force me out of that group fine you know whatever but <laughs> those people are boring yeah i, I, Thank I don't you for goal, saying that whole goal is status quo yeah. yeah yeah it's like i want more for like like when i'm on my deathbed you know god willing i'm able to have to have time to reflect before i pass away i want to be proud of what i did like I want to know that some, that 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 I did something that chance. mattered that yeah. that that made a difference in someone's life, and and that's you know I don't think you can get that outside of parenthood, okay? I'm not I'm not going to sure. shit on that no. outside of parent because that's important too. Sure. And I think you know, if you want to dig even deeper, I think that's part of why people submit to that lifestyle is because once you start having kids, you finally start to understand like the full weight of how much it sucks not being accepted, not being part. Like you don't want your kid to ever oh, feel yeah. that. So it's nope. like you're go- we're going to raise this kid to be part of this community so that they don't feel abandoned or mm-hmm. left out. And I get that. I do. I get that. You know, I, I, I struggle like trying to – sometimes I got to justify to my daughter like why I have to be here so sure. much and why I'm not home. Like – Explaining to her the ins and outs of, you know, you make choices in life. You find yourself in these, in certain opportunities that aren't available to you. So, you know, you're doing the best with what you got, you know. And that's why I need you to keep your grades up and keep sure. your room clean. And I need you to do these things so that this doesn't happen to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like as a, one of my jobs, I weigh tables. And I hear these conversations. It's a high-end place I work at. So I always see the two couples come in. And it's almost like the same blueprint. The two guys are like, well, you know, if you hedge this way and you parlay your money into this, blah, blah. And the two guys are talking to girls like, oh, my God. And this is the hat I got. And look how fabulous I got. <laughs> and look, you know, I actually got this before I was, like, super hot and blah, blah. Who did your hair? Did you get married? I'm sitting there looking. These two are having this conversation. I see that ten times a night. I see the same conversation. And it's like... I'm not saying they're boring. They're, they're, that's probably what makes them happy. It's great. But when these guys aren't talking about money, they're on their phones. They don't have, like, anything to contribute to conversation. They don't do anything. And I'm not – I mean, trust me, I would love to have – I would love to have the money that they forgot about. Trust me. But it's um, – it's, there's a fine line between chasing – the fake rabbit, you know, the greyhound that chases that little rabbit. They think they're going to catch it and they're running their ass off and that rabbit's on a track. It's never going to be caught. There's a fine line between that and just, you know, stopping and looking around a second. Wait a minute. You know, this is good. I got, I got a good life. Let's go enjoy things. Let's go experience stuff. But they kind of chasing that thing. They're constantly, you know, how is so-and-so make his numbers this month? Oh, my God. You know, what are we doing? We need to, we need to get together. We need their to, whole life doing this. They do. They're yeah. always chasing. It's not, they have this. It's not good enough. Now I need that. Now I need that. They're always looking for the next thing instead of just kind of, 
don't, I don't know. It's it make themselves interesting. I have no idea. My, cur- well, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. My curiosity for those type of people, I always find, I want to find out. You know, the yeah, they've got the, that one track mind. But I like to find out, like, what actually, like, go in deep and makes them tick. Like, what weird things do you like? What do your friends consider weird? What What is that that you like? And then then they realize, oh, well, I'm like, well, that's actually weird. You can, mm-hmm. you can like stuff. I had a friend who was so like that. And she was like, I'm not used to somebody accepting me. I was like, I want all of your weird. Bring all yeah. your weird. I want it all. I want to see all because that's who you are. Well, a lot of these people have spent their whole life training to be yeah. that person. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, I decided early on, like, I wanted, like, once you accept that when it's over, it's over. Like, there's no, you know, you, when you're dead, you're dead. Okay. I'm sorry, but that's the fact. You know, if there is an afterlife, I can guarantee you one thing that I do know for certain is you won't remember any of this. Mm mm. And you can't take any of this with you. And you can't take any of it with you. I had an uncle that used to say, what are you, trying to be the richest man in the graveyard? Yeah, True, there's a lot of truth (laughs) to that. There's a lot of truth to what he said. He said that shit all the time. And (laughs) it's... You You never see a Brinks truck follow a hearse to a funeral. It's (laughs) it's the truth, you know? And and so if... When you come to grips with that, that like, when it's over, it's over. Like, that's it. You get this one shot... It's a whole lot easier to, to kind of lean into, well, what do I really want to do with my life? And where am I really going to find purpose? You know, I just, I find it hard to believe that you have a lot of purpose if your job is managing rich people's money yeah. or if your job is selling insurance. Like, you know, no, no, no offense. No, we need insurance. Yeah, we need I all need that insurance stuff. Yeah. to stay in business. If you like it. And yeah. there's, a, there's a, you know, there's also a personality type for that type of job yes. too. You know, it's yes. like I myself am a little more outgoing. I would do horrible. I'd be fired. They'd fire me. I'd be talking too I much. So I wouldn't bored. be making my sales. But there is a personality type for that. And those, and you know, more power to those people. You know, it's just, it's just some. It's a gig I just don't want to sign up for. I mean, I will admit, it would be nice to have a boat. You know, I don't know what that's like. <laughs> But, you know, I, I can't not say fuck. Mm-mm. You know no. what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's just, that's who I am. It's so hard. There's, it's just, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's rewarding, like even just doing this. Yes, we all work. We all have jobs. But it's so rewarding to get off of work and go to practice and work on songs. And, you know, we talk about our day and then we get on I, some songs. I'm and, so glad you went there because I was, I was literally yeah. on the break of like, now let's talk about the music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry. Hey, hey. are half music and half just, Yeah. Just talking conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of hard day or something, but it's a great way for us to get out of that hard day. And we go and we just play very loud. And just our whole room us. is set up like a like literally like a stage. We got like lights every. We got as much all those lights on stage. We have all that stuff in our room and more. We just make it like an event. Every time Smoke's we walk in, going smoke going. We got all the you lights tapestry. Like you ever invite friends ever to practice? Like make a, like a thing of it? No, because it's more like that's where we get it done. That's oh. where we go in there. Where it's like. We got an idea. Let's get it done. That's kind of where we go, but we want to make it where it's just not four walls. We Our place, is, it's got vibe for days, and it's awesome. And we go in there, and it's inspiring. Sometimes I go in there by myself. I just start working on stuff. It's just, I like that, I like that process. And, it's, you know, if I had, a good example is COVID. During COVID, I wasn't too creative. We weren't doing anything. But when you're working a lot, you got a lot of frustration. You got a lot of dynamics with people and stuff you have things to talk about things to get you moving you know so i like 
coming from a hard day's work, going into a place and getting all that out. And it comes out in the songs, you know. It's, um, it's definitely helpful. Well, Mike, what about you? What's your day job? Um, I make and sell glasses for people. I, I work for optometrists. Okay. Yeah, I've done it for like 25 years. Yeah. Now, is it is it is it a is it an optometrist office or is yeah. it like it is? Yeah. And uh, what is what are your coworkers like? Have you ever invited your coworkers out to a show? I've had almost every coworker I've ever had out to our shows. And what what is it? What's the feedback you get? Like, is everyone super supportive? Yeah, they're, they're always supportive because they know you as an individual. I, I work with a lot of like hyper Christian people. Yeah, believe it or not. And they're still, you know, they'll listen, and we'll have discussions about things we write about. Yeah, they under they really understand like my thinking on things, and this and that, and it's, you know, it's a, they're open enough to say, well, you know, you're still I I see you every day. I spend eight hours with you a day. I know you're a good person. Yeah. What your beliefs are, or what you dislike about mainstream things that. We never hold it against mm-hmm. each other. Well, one of the reasons I am so generous with my when it comes to, to the, these types of discussions is my youngest brother is like a shining example of what a Christian man should be. Oh wow! He's he's like the perfect Christian. He really is. Like, shout out to my brother Adam if you're watching. I love you. You know he's he's devout. You know he's he he's a musician. He's he he's he's seen five of the seven continents. Because of music, oh wow! Doing praise and worship music, the the dude is he's successful. He's got a successful business, and he's never once in his life ever been negative or been hateful or said anything like you're going to hell. He's mm-hmm. all he's always open for discussion, and he's going to give his he's going to share his experience and his opinion without being judgmental. I've never seen him. He does it do, for himself. He he knows who he is. He knows what he believes, right. and he's gonna. If you want to talk about it, I'll talk about it. If not, I'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. And like, not enough of those type of people get the attention. He's yeah. the great example. The, the, yeah. They don't get the credit. Yeah. No. it's yeah. the ones that use it to their own benefit for for selfish reasons. Well, it's a control thing. Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's absolutely a control yeah. thing, and the, they're the ones who get the most. Publicity. Well, the, totally the squeaky not. wheel gets the grease, right? Yes. Right. Like you know, the, the people that are making the most noise are the ones that get the most attention, and that's kind of why we're in the social situation we're exactly. in now. Sometimes yeah. those are the ones we don't want to get the attention. And, look at me! Look at me! Look at I'm me. a vegetarian. You are? Yeah, but I work in a restaurant. We sell meat. I try it sometimes. I have to try the food. I don't care that you're not. I'm not yeah. going to force my way of being on you. That's how politics, that's how religion should be, just like being a vegetarian. That's for me. I do it for myself. I don't do it for you. But not music. You should be here to But as far as the other stuff, I'm not preachy, man. Do you want to eat that cheeseburger? You do it. I'm, I love the smell of it. It smells great. It doesn't work for me. And that's the thing. I have friends on both sides of all the political and religious fences all day long. And we are still friends to this day because that's their thing. If that's the thing that makes you sleep good, great. You want to listen to country music? Awesome. You like (laughs) hip-hop? Fantastic. I like metal. I I think that's great that you at least like something. Yeah. You know, it's when you don't like anything. 
that's that's pretty disturbing. Yeah, yeah. You, I, I, I would like to see you be passionate about something. Be passionate yes. about something yeah, for sure. Make you, because that's what makes you exciting. Yeah. You know, it's like and where I work because I, I groom dogs during the day. I'm a dog groomer, and at night I wait tables, and we call it Thursday night date night. It's literally couples, and I hear the same conversation. So, so what do you do? Oh, okay. Oh, cool. You're in finance. Oh, okay, cool. And, and what do you do for fun? Well, I like to hike, and oh, I like to hike, and, and I like to like uh, I like to play darts. Oh, I play darts, and it's like uh, okay, you're just the most cooperative person in the world. Really, they don't do anything, and then five minutes later, they're both on their phones, and it's just like that's why you're here tonight, because you know some people are. So I know I'm kind of off on a tangent again, but it's like they're so um, they're chasing something. Like, they're never going to catch. Instead, working on this and making themselves interesting. Oh, I love going to metal shows or stuff. And I've actually had the girl come in. She's got, like, you could tell she's a rocker chick. And the guy's like, holy shit, what did I sign up for? Oh, boy. And he's like this the whole time. She's talking. I'm in this show. I was in a mosh pit. You know, I teach yoga and I sell liquor and I do all this stuff. And, <laughs> and she's like head to toe and pentagrams and all. And he's like... I mean, he is, like, amazed. He's like, I have nothing in common with this person, but she is so hot and interesting, I'm just not leaving, you know? <laughs> you want another drink? Yeah, cool. And he had nothing to contribute, but he was so eyes on. And she's a metal chick that has a great corporate job and teaches yoga and all this stuff, but it's, they're interesting, you know? She it's lives. Like, yes, yeah, she lives. And that's the whole thing. It's like people now are so engrossed in their phones. Get out more. Come to a show. Come do things. Even if you don't come here, go to another show. Go do things. Leave your house. Get away from your television. Get yeah. away from your phone. Go out and be around people. You'd be surprised how much fun you're gonna have. You know, you keep you keep saying about when I when I die when I leave. I you know what I want to leave? Interesting fucking stories to tell at my funeral. That's exactly it. That's what I want. That to me, I got to witness that when my uncle passed away, and all these people. We heard all these stories growing up from him. And it's like the movie Big Fish if you've ever seen it. Yes. Like you don't yeah. believe it until everybody comes to the funeral and you're like. Holy crap, that's so... In he was really cool. That was a real person. That really happened. And it's just, that's what I want. I'm not going to lie. There is a part of me that kind of wants to be someone's... Like, I want to be inspiring to people. Like, yes. Like, I want people to, to see the thing... Specifically, my daughter. I want, you know, I want her to see... That's, that's part of the reason I fight so hard to, like, make this place successful. I want her to be inspired. I want... I want some, anyone that looks at my life and the choices I make. You, know, you know, the first half of my life was rough. Like I, a lot of, lot of stupid, a lot of bad decisions. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I kind of figured it out, shifted my mindset, and got on some other shit. Got on this positive, you know, track, and but it also kind of set me up to kind of, um, you know, limit my you know, uh, options, so to speak. And and I just, I just want people to see that. Whatever it is you're trying to do, it can be done. Like, like at the end of the day, you know, when when they when they close the casket on me, if somebody says, you know, they were inspired by this or they did this because I did that, that that would be that makes it all worth it. You know, again, and it goes back to what we started this conversation with: courage, man. It takes yeah, courage. It, you know, you know, I, I see. You got to take chances. Yeah, yeah you have to. Yeah. Yes. Even if you fail, at least you did it. You know, there's some, there's actually a reward in failing. I tried. It didn't work out, but I did it. You know, and that's the thing. You can't take that away from you. And that experience is, it's worth more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Like, like, like I, we're at the point now where we meet the one year milestone, right? We're, 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 we're creeping up on a year and a half being open. And, uh, 
unbeknownst to me, there are some there are some people out there that don't necessarily don't want to see us succeed, and it's it's now starting to make its way back to me, like the information, the the things that people are saying and stuff, and uh, yeah, it just it makes it that much sweeter, man, it, to know that we're still doing it because at the end of the day, like, like there's going to be people. What I'm trying to say. is, People are going to root against whatever it is you're trying to do that's outside of the norm, mm-hmm. you know, outside of this box. People are going to ridicule you for it. They're going to ask you know, question why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. And what I'm saying is, if 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 tomorrow we shut down, right? If to, if if tomorrow was the end of it, and they they locked the doors of the building and they kicked me out, we have hundreds of artists that we gave opportunities yeah. to. We've raised thousands of dollars for nonprofits and organizations that need it. We have we've changed people's lives in just a year and a few months. Mm-hmm. You can't take that away. And you're giving this town something that it needs. It needs a pulse like this. And not you're not even a one trick pony. You do all these different things in here. Mm-hmm. That's you're just those seeds are just now taking root. Just yeah. wait. The trees got to grow. It, trees don't grow in overnight. They take time. But you're doing all the right maneuvers. Trying to, trying to. And, we and, both like that you're open to so many different things. Here. I love it. Like the the market having thing comedy, you do on the having drag shows. Mm-hmm. I love all that's, that. That's cool. Bring it. That's that's, that's what awesome. that's what gonna, that's what's going to give this place deep roots. If you're just doing one thing, yeah, it's only you know, it's only a matter of time. You're not going to make it. But you're doing so diverse. You're doing lots of different things. And I was just thinking, like I saw a little thing in the bathroom. I'm like, Chris, December, you should be renting this thing out for private Christmas parties all month long. That's the goal. People, that's that's, that's, <laughs> that's all this, so, man. So last year, last year I lined up seven different Christmas shows. Right. We had a, a heavy metal Christmas yeah. show. We had a punk rock Christmas show. We had a uh, um, well, uh, the, the Dancing Fleas that they they did a Christmas yeah. show. There, there were seven different, and all of them were like different genres. Awesome. And all of them were eh, mediocre attendance, right? Yeah. So this year, the plan is to use December for like holiday parties and holiday have one parties. big Christmas one show. Absolutely, because yeah, like I think I spread it. People are always looking for a venue to do their holiday party. They're always looking. Can I bring in tables? Can I bring catering? Do you have a back door? Yes, yes, yes. yes. And And it will be cheaper than anywhere else in town. I can promise you that. They they have the budget for it, so they don't even care what it costs. They just care, can can I put 100 people in there? Yes, you can. They have a room that's not where their work is or wherever it is that they can go to. Oh, my God. You you should be booked all of December for that. That will bank your year. We hope so. So, if you yeah. need to book a holiday birthday party, bachelorette party, or any oh, corporate sorry. event, Sweet you can 16. reach out to us, and we'll be happy to host it. I got another one for <laughs> Baby you. Showers. This is a little one that flies under the radar, and I don't even know why I'm saying, but I'm gonna tell you that male strip review stuff is killing it right now. Oh, the Saturday before Men Mother's Day. Men of Steel Day. and you know, guns blasting. Right. Whatever. Right. Girl, girls' night out is the Saturday before Mother's Day. Um, right here, we, we got destroy yeah. it. We I worked one, one of those one time. Oh my god, I made so much money. And I'll say this much too: if you're a dude and you're sitting there thinking to yourself, "Fuck that," I'm not going to no male stripper show. Let me tell you right it's now, all women. It's 150 horny women. She's like shooting fish in a barrel. <laughs> it doesn't get any basically. easier. 
<laughs> I worked one one time years ago and um, at the Breakfast Club uptown. Oh yeah, and Jody's place. Jody's place. Yeah. yeah, and Jody was like, "Hey man, can you dress up like and just cocktail?" I'm like, "Absolutely, no problem." And that's when you could still smoke, you know. So I'm walking around lighting girls' cigarettes to give me five dollar tip. I'm like, "Okay." And the bartenders downstairs are like, we're not splitting the tips with you. I'm like, okay, no problem. 20 minutes later, I'm like, I got $180. You sure you don't want to split tips with me? And they're all looking at me like, huh? I go, the show just started. I was killing. I made so much money in there. I could not believe how much money. These women were sitting there. They had all the little things. There's stacks of their money. I'm like... Whoa, what is going on? <laughs> it was the wildest so much show in here. Yeah, it was wild. Like, it so much we did it, it last wild. year. We're going to do it again this year. It, it, was, it was wild, man. It was a party. Yeah, and, and I never in my life would have thought I would have enjoyed. You know, I never, I've still never seen Magic Mike. I've never watched a movie. No, me neither. But yeah. but that show we did last year was wild, and we're going to do it again. This it was year. entertaining just watching the crowd. Yeah, they're going bananas. People watching was yeah, on point yes, that night. It was. Their, I was just about to go there. Like it was their night. They got out of their house. Yes, they got off of their phones and they all had a blast. Yeah. But you see, that's what you've created. You've created a venue, not just a rock venue. You create a venue for entertainment. Mm-hmm. Does it matter what entertainment? As long as people are in here, no, it doesn't matter what kind you got on here. You created a venue that can support all different types of mindsets and interests and stuff i mean that's genius it is gaston county's premier um it is entertainment <laughs> venue. absolutely and it i mean that's the thing it's good it's gonna only get bigger because people are moving out of charlotte they're moving everything's going this way you got in right ahead of that curve right there so you just five years uh, from now I'm you're crossing, yeah i'm crossing my fingers that it all works out and and for all of those reasons you should be here this thursday yes. It's a leap year. We get the extra day this year, and we're using that extra day to headline Hellfire 76. We got digital dolls. We got physical digital on the lineup. This is going to be. That's a lot of digital. digital. We love it. We're going to get digital, baby. This is going to be a fun show, and it's and so come on out, you know, for the extra day this year. Um, You guys, I mean, we've got you. you we're, you're going to be a regular here. We're going to we see like you, that. you know, two or three times a year. We love um, it. You know, if you've never seen Hellfire '76, get your ass here and check them out. Like I, like I said, way back at the beginning of this interview, you, you're just so much noise coming from two guys. Right. And Thank it's, you so and it's much. Beautiful. We do it's, work hard at that. Yeah, actually. I love what you guys <laughs> do, and you'll love it too. Uh, come check us out. Uh, do you want to? You want to plug anything before we get out of here? New album coming out. Yeah, new album coming out. We just Uh got finished recording that. And how it's coming out, we're still figuring that out right now. But it could be a pretty interesting summer. Well, if we can manage it, we can, we'll, I'd be happy to host a release party. Yeah, so we you know what? we were it. thinking about Deal. that, too. Like, yeah, yep, yeah. that would be good. I love doing album release parties. They're so much fun. They really are. I mean, when you get to celebrate your art like in a, in a, in a way that matters. I, I love doing that shit. Oh, we love it. This is so, a perfect venue for it, too. Awesome. Maybe bring in all two pieces with that one. Might That's, just see that. You know that what? Could be the I, that would be We're going to go have this conversation. We're going to go talk yep. business. Thank you so much It'll for be being two, here, Mike. Two, two, two. Von Barry, thank Absolutely. you. Thank, thank you. I really appreciate us. your time. Very much. And uh, come check them out this Thursday, y'all. Peace and love.